RNZ Pacific News. Atamaria ko Lydia Lewis Dene. Samoa's Director General of Health, Iono Dr. Alec Ekeroma, says there are two new suspected cases of measles in the country. However, the initial suspected case has been ruled out after tests were returned from New Zealand. Christina Persico has more. The government's newspaper Savali reports the Ministry of Health is maintaining its strict surveillance and monitoring duties for a potential outbreak of measles in the wake of alerts from New Zealand and Australia. In the aftermath of the 2019 measles outbreak, which claimed 83 lives, mostly young children, the health sector has aggressively relaunched vaccination programmes. For now, the health minister says there are no confirmed cases of measles. He says vaccination rates have increased since the 2019 outbreak, but the Ministry of Health is still aiming to increase coverage of the first measles, mumps and rubella shot to 90% and lift coverage of the second shot to 80%. The government of China has given 500,000 US dollars to aid recovery efforts in Vanuatu after cyclones Judy and Kevin. Head of the government, Prime Minister Ishmael Kalsika, received the donations from the Chinese government, Special Envoy for Pacific Islands Countries Affairs, Xian Bao, on Tuesday. The Vanuatu Daily Post reports this contribution is on top of the 100,000 US dollars donated by the Chinese Red Cross Society. East Tana residents in Vanuatu are in desperate need of food following the two tropical cyclones and now acid rain from Mount Yasa, which is an active volcano. An Australian defence expert says the country has been considering the use of nuclear submarines for decades. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese is heading to the United States to meet President Joe Biden to discuss the AUKUS Defence Partnership. The trilateral grouping was set up in 2021 as part of efforts to counter China's growing military footprint in the Indo-Pacific region. Wayne Reynolds from the Australian Defence Force Academy says the subs have been a long time coming. In my view, we've been looking at nuclear submarines in collaboration with the British since the late 1950s. Now, for one reason or another, that had not transpired. But the sort of submarine we needed in the 1960s and 1980s was a nuclear submarine. Canberra has begun scoping works for a submarine base at Port Kembla in New South Wales. The trial of 12 men in French Polynesia accused of paying for sex with a 14-year-old prostitute has been abandoned and the case against the 12 needs to be re-established. The accused include a medical doctor, an intelligence officer and senior private and public sector administrators who are alleged to have paid for sex with her between March and October last year. The accused have said they believed she was more than 18 years old. After a day's deliberation of procedural matters, the court declared itself incompetent to judge and it was concluded that the case against the 12 needs to be re-established. The prosecution must consider the 2021 law which defines sex between a minor and a person more than five years old as rape. The 12 men were free to leave the court. The intelligence officer remained suspended from his job. 
More than 200 Taranaki iwi members across Aotearoa and Australia have taken part in a project putting them back in touch with traditional gardening practices. Tātai Tanga Ta Kite Fenua Mara Kai is a six-month program using the Māori lunar calendar to help Fano work towards food resilience and well-being. The project manager Rawinya Leatherby Toia says the course is about relearning the knowledge of their great grandparents. We see Kumara here right now thriving, uh, kamo kamo, Māori potatoes, taiwa, um, you know, growing that, that kai that um, we grew up with. Rawinya Leatherby Toya says embedding the lunar calendar into daily life for the course participants has increased self-confidence and brought Fano together. Growing kai has also saved them an average of 16 New Zealand dollars a week on groceries. A volunteer fire chief in the cut-off Auckland coastal community of Karekare says residents will finally have access to the city this week. Karekare has been isolated since Cyclone Gabriel hit a month ago with major slips blocking roads. But today Toby Hyman told RNZ First Up a one-lane residents-only road will be ready by the end of the week. He says it's been a bizarre month but locals have gotten through creating a community hub to stay connected. The hub is been a really good thing for the community to get together because we don't actually have any shops out here. There's no dairies, there's, there's nothing so it's been real different for everyone to come together and do their shopping. They, they're not just coming and getting their supplies and leaving. They're hanging around, telling stories, having hugs. Toby Hyman says while it's been a tough month, it's heartwarming to see the community come together. In world news, thousands of people have staged a protest in Athens to express anger about the country's worst ever train disaster. 57 people died last month when a passenger train hit an oncoming freight train. The BBC's Warren Bull reports. The organisers of the demonstration say they want to make sure there's no cover-up of how the two trains were placed on a collision course near Larissa. It's the latest mass protest in Greece since the disaster happened, with many saying it shows a long-term failure to invest in public services. The crash has also put pressure on the Prime Minister, Kyriakos Mitsotakis, who has styled himself as a no-nonsense moderniser and is bidding for re-election. On Thursday, he apologised on behalf of those who've run the country over the years, and he promised to improve safety standards on the rail network. In sport, the Solomon Islands Football Federation has approved the appointment of Englishman Damon Shaw as the head coach of Solomon Islands futsal national team, the Kukuru. Shaw is a professional coach and is not new to the team, having been a technical analyst for the Kukuru during the European camp in 2021 and the last FIFA Futsal World Cup in Lithuania. He began his futsal coaching career at 21 and the last 17 years have seen him coach England, Spain, Malta, Malaysia, Poland and Sweden. He's also coached the UEFA Futsal Champions League and the FIFA Futsal World Cup. The weather could play a role, but a result looks likely on the final day of the first test between the Black Caps and Sri Lanka in Christchurch. 
New Zealand needs 257 runs to win with nine wickets in hand. New Zealand bowled Sri Lanka out for 302 on day four with recent Black Caps deputant Blair Tickner taking four wickets, including Sri Lanka's first three batters. Obviously a dream to play test cricket for New Zealand and to do something like that to put us in a position to hopefully win, um, it's yeah, pretty awesome, uh, especially yeah, being the top three. The Black Caps are set to resume on 28-4-1, though rain is forecast for Christchurch this morning. Ireland needs a home win against England next week to complete a Six Nations Rugby Grand Slam after beating Scotland 22-7 in Murrayfield. The Wellington Phoenix are in a three-way tie for third in the A-League following last night's 1-0 win over Sydney FC at Eden Park. Arsenal have restored their five-point lead at the top of the Premier League with a 3-0 victory over Fulham. And the Mystics top the ANZ Premiership netball standings following a 54-45 win over Tactics in Christchurch. And that's the latest news and sport for RNZ Pacific. You can read more on our website, rnzi.com.